my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode includes discussion about sexual abuse and suicide that some listeners might find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to Modern Rules, a production of MSNBC and iHeartRadio. I'm Stephanie Rule, MSNBC anchor and NBC News correspondent, and this is a special bonus episode of Modern Rules. conversations this season that you didn't get to hear all of, but those conversations stuck with me. They've sat with me over the last few weeks and months, so much so that I wanted to share more. I sat down with Sean Dougherty, and I want to share more of that conversation. Earlier this season, he and I talked about masculinity and faith and moral leadership, but we covered more. Sean's a Navy veteran, a restaurateur, and a prominent advocate for survivors of sexual abuse. Back in the 1980s, between the ages of 10 and 13, he was abused by a Catholic priest. And earlier this year, his activism on behalf of others took him all the way to Rome to share his story at Pope Francis's summit to discuss the church-wide, generations-long history of sexual abuse. I had a long talk with Sean about forgiveness, what it takes, what it means, and the power it can have. One of the reasons we decided to start this podcast is because we are surrounded by conflict right now. We are surrounded by conflict, lack of forgiveness, a rise in anger. But this is also a time when more people are telling their stories. So I would love it if you would share yours. Beginning when I was 10 years old in my hometown of Johnstown, Pennsylvania, in my Catholic school of St. Clement's Parish, my religion teacher, who is also my 
basketball coach began sexually assaulting me and classmates above me and below me and continued with me progressively for three years until one incident went too far in a shower after a racquetball match. And after shooting a very stern look, no words were spoken, and it just ended with me. When you were a boy and this was happening to you, did you think it was just you or did you think it was happening to other boys? Did you think it was normal? When I was 10, I thought I was isolated. I thought it was just me. But, you know, I'm the eighth of nine kids. You catch on to things quickly, figure things quickly out. Why didn't you tell anyone? Or did you? No, when I was a kid, no one. And when I was young, you know, even though there were nine kids in my family, we didn't talk about sex. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was happening, but we weren't talking about it. And in the faith, it's... Irish Catholic. My dad is a good man, but he was a hard man. He was a steel maker. He literally made steel for Bethlehem Steel. That was my father. And if you said something against the priest, you just, you just don't. You're not there to question what the teachers and the priests and the nuns are doing. You're there to learn. You're there to obey. You're there to behave. When did you tell people? When did you tell your parents, your siblings? When I was 21. Why? Well, I joined the Navy when I was 21. And right before they ship you off to boot camp, you were in what is called a MEPS station. It's a staging station before they send you to the airport. And at MEPS station, they swear you in. They give you the oath. And if you take that oath honestly, or any oath honestly, you have to say something. You, you feel a sense of duty that I know this guy is a child molester. I know and who it. did you tell? My parents when I came home from boot camp. And what did they say? It was at the time too hard for them to believe. I'm mad at the church hierarchy. I'm mad at the district attorneys. I'm mad at the police. You know, we all saw the movie Spotlight. I'm mad that, that these other people that swore oaths too didn't hold their oath didn't hold up their end of their oath and didn't protect the people in the communities that they swore an oath to protect. If they apologized, if he apologized, could you forgive him? Oh, I forgave him a long time ago. How come? When it all comes down to it, regardless of whether I'm a practicing Catholic or I believe in God or I believe in whatever, uh, I was raised to forgive. You know, that's part of the thing. But and what if he's not sorry? doesn't matter. I'm... My role is to forgive him, give him the opportunity to be sorry. You know, if he is unchangeable, I don't think you wake up one day and decide to be a pedophile. I think you are a pedophile. I don't think you wake up one day and decide to be heterosexual or homosexual or bisexual or transgender. I don't think you choose that. I think that chooses you. So I believe he needs help just as much as his victims do. He needs treatment. Now, he needs to be punished. He's done horrific, horrific things. And in 1991, when I told my parents when I came home from boot camp, I was mad that night, and I found the rectory that he was at, and I sat in front of it for three hours. It was Christmas Eve of 1991. And what did you do? And I just sat there and talked myself out of going up to the door and going inside and confronting him. I thought of his mother. Had I known in 1991 what I know today about everything that happened and to who and what, 
was done and the fact that people in the diocese and in the church hierarchy knew that he was a pedophile and didn't talk to any of us, didn't go to my parents and say, this is what he's doing to, you know, we know this. They didn't do that, you know. So had I known then in 1991 the mood that I was in that night, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. You truly understand the value of forgiveness when you look at the rise in hate and the anger around us right now. Do you think an injection of forgiveness is what we need? Yeah. Do you know what really helped me solidify my forgiveness from them? South Carolina, the Charleston Church Baptist. That floored me. Why? Immediately. Without hesitation. Immediately. The church shooting. The church shooting. They were damaged, broken people. But yet, they have a strong faith. Is that the most powerful thing you can have, the power to forgive? I haven't seen much more powerful than that. I mean, in all of the things that are going on in the world today, I mean, tear gas being shot across the river, you know, children, separation of children, sexual abuse of children in custody, somebody coming into your church and just murdering in cold blood for nothing more than rage and hateful-fueled reasons, to immediately forgive that person takes a very strong person. But what an example. If you were unable to forgive, whether it was the priest or the church, could you live a productive life? No. I I forgive them and I struggle to live a productive life now. Are you kidding me? This is a hard city to live in. Yes, it is. (laughs) I mean, this is is a hard hard time to live. This is a hard time to imagine, imagine being a victim of abuse. And it's in the news constantly. You know, be careful what you wish for. You wish your whole life. I want this in the news all the time. I want this in the news. Now it's like, oh, Christ, this is in the news all the time. So it's wonderful on one extreme, but on the other extreme, it's like, oh, my God, I'm going out of my mind. So that's very interesting because I think you experienced this abuse decades ago, and now it's only in the last year. Here we are right back in it. You went to the Vatican in February. Is that a positive that you're dealing with it and addressing it, or— Do you simply want this to go away so it stops plaguing your life? Both. I want the latter. I want them to absolutely address this. I want the church, the organizations, the federal government, the state's governments to address this once and for all and protect the children, and I want this to all go away as an issue. At the same time, it is overwhelmingly in the news constantly. Without doing this, if I wasn't doing this, For the people listening to me doing this, I understand what they're going through. For the ones that are really struggling to go outside, really struggling just to go out and get a cup of coffee, get the morning paper, come back in, you know, doing this right here is the only difference between me and them. If I wasn't doing this, I would be literally going out of my mind right now. But I still don't understand why you're not angrier with the institution because right now, victims like you have found one another and come together and given one another strength. And really, in terms of the church, they've barely scratched the surface. I am enraged at the church. The church, I have not forgiven. The hierarchy, I will not forgive until they stop. The organization are evil. They are the worst, worst kind of evil. They are taking 
the most vulnerable of their followers. They are manipulating their faithful followers, children. They're manipulating the communities that they live in. They're manipulating through confessional. Imagine the amount of information that is. My mom had nine kids, right? My father was an Irish steel-making drinker, like, I mean, boilermakers like you couldn't imagine. I mean, and one after another. After the shift, the bars at 7 a.m., after the 7 a.m. shift, it might as well have been a Friday night. You know, she did the island on meeting. You know, she had nine kids to raise, you know, and it was a rough lifestyle, and, and that was her, you know, sanctuary. That was where she found grace. That is where, you know, she would go into confession and talk about things that were going hard on their life. And instead of giving her hope and helping, they manipulated that and Why took that they? out on, on Why me. Why did they? Why because did an institution allow itself to do something like this? You went to the Vatican. Is the Pope a bad man? I didn't meet him. I mean, I would have liked to have, you know, the 12 victims that met with the Vatican Summit Committee chairs. I was one of the 12, and we were all hoping to see the Pope come in, which he didn't. Do I think he's a bad person? I don't know that he's a bad person, but I think he's protecting the church and the institution and the secrets and the system um, more than he should. And a few takeaways that I got from the Vatican meeting that I did have is, you know, the U.S. is a very young country. By comparisons to the other countries that the Catholic Church has had very, very deep roots in for a very, very long time, we're moving at a pace that makes the church very uncomfortable. And they don't like it, not one bit. However, what I found unique is that while in Europe, so many European victims kept coming to the American victims saying, you have to keep doing it. To them, we're still the American cowboys from... World War II eras where we're like, bring you, not in this country, you know? And that's what they're hoping for. They're hoping for the U.S. to continue to drive this because we think that the Catholic Church has deep roots in our country. They have deeper roots in other countries. Hold on a second, because we have so much more to talk about. We'll be right back after a quick break. My dad works in B2B marketing. But I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Welcome back to Modern Rules. Then where's your faith in humanity? Well, it's even harder to have that these days, isn't yeah. it? But I feel you are a soulful person. I feel you're an optimistic person in spite of all of this. So I want to understand where it comes from at a time when so many people just see red. I have many people of faith tell me that I am faithful. I've had the Bishop of Altoona Johnstown tell me that I believe in God. I'm just on leave. You know, I'm on break right now. Can I say that I pray? Yeah. Do I say the Our Father and Hail Mary? No, I couldn't recite one right now. You would have to lead it. And if you led it, I could probably jump in. But I couldn't do it on my own right now. But they usually end in argument and rage. I can tell you, if God exists, I've said some very mean things to him over the years. How do you manage the rage? I scream. Throughout the years, I managed it different ways. I self-medicated for a long time. You know, anything that would make me take me somewhere else. You know, conveniently being in the bar and restaurant business my whole life, especially the nightclubs and things. You know, cocaine is a magical tool. You feel euphoric, you know, and all of the alcohol, everything, you know, it's magnificent until you get addicted to cocaine. Now you have two problems. <laughs> but they don't help you forgive. They help you run. I was a pro at running until I got married in 2004. If I wasn't married right now, I'd probably be behind the wheel of an 18-wheeler truck or on some cargo ship at sea. Are you at peace? No. Not even close. Are you angry? Yeah. I'm incredibly angry. This has gone on long enough. What would make you not angry? If the federal government and the state, individual state governments, brought this issue up immediately, and we have separation of church and state. Mm -hmm. Regardless of how much money they contribute to your campaign, we're supposed to be separated. And we have official state investigations 
from across the board in Pennsylvania that every single diocese in Pennsylvania is doing this. And now 46 other state attorney generals are inquiring, at least say it, that they are going to look into this. So... But going to look into this, if we were talking about dozens and dozens of men, of teachers, of welders over the last 50 years that were abusing boys, they'd all be in jail. Are you kidding me? If this was a bike gang, if this was the Hells Angels? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. But I alluded to it before. Campaign, the power, connection, wealth. These reports said that these people manipulate. Why am I not upset at my parents now and the community now? Because they were groomed just like me. They were groomed before me. You have to groom them first in order to get them to hand you their children. Well, they're the people you're supposed to trust and look up to in your community. And we're finding out that you can't do that to everybody. So there have to be safeguards in place. And that is the role of our government, to protect and serve these citizens in their communities. And they need to put better safeguards in to protect them. My statutes of limitation when I was a kid, I had two years. The end of my abuse, I told you earlier, I was 13 years old. So I had to say something by the time I was 15 years old. Talk about the power of the individual voice today. It's changed. I'm one of nine kids from Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Three years ago, I came out for the first time publicly. I did my first public interview at the state capitol in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And I am one of 12 people in the world that got a meeting with the Vatican Summit committee chair people. One person's voice can do a hell of a lot if you just keep, my mom used to say, squeaky wheel gets the oil first. If you're tenacious, the system works. If you're tenacious, if you got right on your side, and you're tenacious, and you have the, I don't give it attitude, you can't hurt me, I don't care if I lose everything, you're not taking me down. Oh, no, I'm walking away. I don't care. I don't care. Then as crazy as this sounds, on some level, as horrible as this is what happened to you, do you ever think in the last few years that maybe in some way this was your purpose? Look at what you've done. Look at all of the people that you've helped. Just think about this for a moment. A few months ago, you went to the Vatican. The Vatican brought every church leader from around the world. And I'm not saying it's solved, but for the first time, the Pope has actually addressed this. Do you think in some crazy way, maybe this was your purpose? Yeah, I have found my purpose in this. It didn't kill you, and you have made the world stronger. I tried to kill myself, and oh it my didn't gosh. kill me. I swallowed 300 pills here in New York in 1994 when I was a young cook in the city. I didn't tell my brother I was flipping on, flopping on his futon. But none of this killed you, and now you've done work that has saved people's lives. When you're in Rome, you were outside walking towards the Vatican— with your wife, and someone of Polish descent recognizes you from an article that a Polish magazine did and follows you on Twitter and Facebook, comes over, says you're Sean, and asks you to keep it up. You're like, tells you, 
You have to, because we can only go so far. We're going to be right back after a quick break. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The Nick's anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nick's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to Modern Rules. But think about that, Sean. If this never happened, you may have lived a regular life in Pennsylvania, and it's been a brutal road, but now you've actually lived an extraordinary life where you're walking down a street in Rome and a Polish person says to you, thank you for what you're doing. Don't you think that's amazing? It's incredible. It is the amount of people today, world. when those feelings come up, there are things happening. Things aren't buried. I have a very strong support group, a network of friends. Social media is incredible. The people, like the person from Poland, I get phone calls all the time. A 76-year-old woman from Brooklyn called me. She was sitting next to her 96-year-old mother. This is a few months ago. Bawling their eyes out because the mother was abused as a child by a nun and the family always thought mom was nuts. They only learned two years ago that mom wasn't nuts. She was abused. And they were then, bonding over that. tell me about the beautiful power of social media. Because right now, all we do is talk about the toxicity and the hate that it spreads. And you have had 
the complete the most different. Amazing. This can be the most amazing, powerful tool. This being my phone. I told Bishop Barczyk, I told in that Vatican summit meeting that I was in, on my desk, I had my copy of the Pennsylvania Grand Jury Report, and I had four pictures of deceased victims from Pennsylvania, right? And I told them, whether you like it or not, whether you agree with any of this that has happened in you, whether you are going to change anything or not, you just are no longer the most powerful entity on earth. That belongs to social media now. And social media is demanding that you do something about it. And if you don't, you can choose to do whatever you want. But social media is demanding you don't. And if you don't, you're going to get run over. I said, I'm one of nine children. I told them in this Vatican meeting, I said, I am one of nine children. They don't come more Catholic the novenas, the, the <laughs> rosaries, the stations of the cross, you know. I said, by rights, you should have had at least one nun or one priest out of my family. Not only did you not get one, you only have one of my siblings coming to Mass. None of their children. That tells me, as a business person, as somebody that's following this very closely, you are the largest landowners in my country. And if you don't get ahead of this, and I mean properly get ahead of this, Within one generation, my mother's generation, when my mother's generation is gone, you are going to have the largest yard sale in American <laughs> history. It's true. And it's, it's true. true. That's true. What has social media done for you, though, in terms of reach? If Twitter didn't exist, if Facebook didn't exist, you could write an op-ed in a local paper that maybe would get printed. It's incredible. All of these things— you think you're alone. You're not alone. And now no longer are you alone. You're connected. And it doesn't matter what time. If you're up at 3 in the morning because the monsters are in your head and your nightmares, you're kicking the bed off and you're rolling out of bed because you're enraged, you can you, get on. Now, the, the social media, if we allow it, it could be the worst tool in the world too because as people like me are finding it comfortable to talk about the most horrific incidences of their lives, people are also finding it very comfortable that they might not say to somebody personally that they will just rip off in a tweet or in a thing. And we have to go through a phase where we learn you can't just throw tone through a tweet. You know, a person sending a tweet can have one meaning and it could be received in a totally different way. So there's going to be a learning curve there. But I think in the end... We all were very similar. Do you consider yourself a victim or someone living a blessed life? Both. I'm a survivor. I've survived to this point. Sexual abuse, sexual assault. At times I allow myself to feel the victim, probably sometimes too much. But in comparison to what I know now, I'm very fortunate. If I could change this, would I? Yes. But it's part of my life story. It's formed who I am today, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You feel good about the world today, don't you? No, I'm nervous as hell about the world today. I mean, but uh, yeah, I've hope. I mean, it's going to come out okay. We have elections. You know, people come to their better senses. But on an individual basis, you feel good about humanity? Individuals one-on-one, -on -one, I think if you would break it down to a one-on-one -on -one conversation, 
you would find more in common with the person sitting across from you. If you start adding more people into the conversation, you're only as strong as the weakest, most ignorant person in the room. So is that what's going to solve it for us? Because if you take the tribalism that we're living in right now, it's faceless, right? You know, one group is watching one set of news. One group is watching another. You're only following this group on social media and, and that group. But if more people sat at the table together on an individual basis, you think we can solve more? How yeah. are we going to get to and that table? In towns all across the country, I think that's already happening naturally on social media. You know, the national divide, as far as the world national press goes, and I'm not putting this on the press. Yeah. I'm saying you have the national press, and you're right. You have the divide following this and following this. Well, in each town, you have Democrats and Republicans. You have people that are following one or the other, but they're still shopping and pulling lemons off the same shelf every Monday together at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. or you know, And, and they know who a good guy is and, and a good woman. Right. And they're like, ah, what do you think about this? And Wow, that's crazy. You know, I have conversations on serious, serious topics with people that I know from back home on both sides of the aisle that are really good conversations that we can always end agreeing to disagree. But the conversation happens still. It still happened, which means you've broken that ground. Then I am begging you to keep having that conversation. The reason I wanted to do this podcast is out of a fear that more and more people aren't having conversations. We need more people like you having them because if you have respect and at the end of the day can respectfully disagree, you can still live together. Well, I don't always respectfully disagree. <laughs> but, but you're having the conversation. But we're having the conversation. It's happening. You're going to see. Elections happen. Things change. I mean, think about some of the times. Can you imagine if Martin Luther King had a Facebook page? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if Congressman Lewis had a smartphone when he crossed the bridge in Selma? Back then, you know, you only had that little slot on the evening news, 630. Mm -hmm. Now, we're moving much faster than the church <laughs> likes. I'll tell you what. Everybody thinks we're not moving forward. Ask the church if we're moving forward. Ask the church if the United States is stuck right now and we're not moving forward. To them, oh, we're moving way, 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 way too fast. Now, and I'd like to move it faster. And that's why we're having conversations like this. This is exactly why we are having conversations just like this one. What I'm hearing from Sean is that no matter what happens to us or what circumstances we find ourselves in, we can forgive. You know what else we can do? Speak out. We can make a difference. And if we listen to others, we can have some empathy. And we can focus our anger not at an individual but at the institutions that propagate or protect those who actually do the harm. And if we do that then, then maybe we can make those advances a whole lot faster than we might think. Thank you for listening to today's bonus episode, and thank you for bringing an open mind and helping us create what are hopefully modern rules.
that's it for today's episode. I'm your host, Stephanie Rule. A very, very special thanks to the extraordinary people who made this happen. My producers, Julie Brown, Samantha Ulin, and Ann Barak Audio. Michael Biet for booking and wrangling the amazing guests who joined us. Julian Weller for editing and Bill Plax, Michael Azar, and Jacopo Penzo for their recording expertise. Special thanks to Steve Licktag, Barbara Rabb, Jonathan Wald, Marie Dugo, Holly Traz, Nikki Etor, and Christina Everett. Our executive producers are Connell Byrne and Mangesh Hatigador. And of course, the men who brought us all together, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia, Bob Pittman, and Chairman of NBC News, Andy Lack. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.